Afternoon, depending on where you are. It's Chris from Unify. Just wanted to hop in here real quick and say hello. We're gonna give a minute, maybe to see if we get a couple more stragglers, a couple more people to join in. Um, and yeah, today we're gonna we're gonna talk about NFT Fi. Uh, we have our wonderful guest, um, Rebel from TFN, who's joined us. And yeah, you know, I think we have a really great opportunity here to learn a little bit about what TFM is doing in the space and also talk about the state of NFTs and DeFi on the Cosmos ecosystem. So something that we're obviously really excited about. And I think, you know, while we wait for other people to join in, just want to take a moment and say, if you haven't already, kind of been paying attention to what TFM has been doing in the space. Um, definitely highly recommended. Uh, they've been shipping products extremely quickly, extremely high quality. And, and we've kind of been seeing um, some really great use cases coming out of TFM for all the way from their NFT aggregator to their IBC bridge, right? And then just recently, a little bit more, um, they were able to launch a new product, right? Basically, the ability to skin the uh, smart IBC transfer, uh, like UX. So that's something that we're going to talk a little bit about today. Um, and yeah, just learn a little bit more about the status of NFT Fi. As usual, for anyone who joined, this is recorded, so we can always kind of touch back in later. All right, let's see if we can bring up today's guest, um, Rebel from TFM. And so we could chat a little bit about kind of the state of NFT Fi. Hey, Chris. Yep. Hey. Rebel DeFi here for TFM. Thank you for setting up this space. Um, it's really weird with spaces, isn't it? Like sometimes at the same time, you'll have like 20 people on one week and then the next week. You might only have six. Um, but, I mean, like you were saying, this is going to be recorded, so anyone can listen on catch up in the future. So hello to people in the future. But yeah, yes, great I think to be... That's one of the, the great things um, is just, you know, even if people can't catch up live, I think they can definitely catch up afterwards. And I know a ton of people are kind of busy right now, whether that's, you know, here, at least here in the U.S., a lot of people are leaving for vacation next week. And, you know, I know a lot of people are preparing for Paris, which is in two weeks. And, and so I think there's a lot of moving pieces, um, kind of probably why we're a little slower today. But, yeah, anyone can catch up and, and kind of be able to take in some of the info that we're going to share today. So, um, so Rebel... I, I know here you're the ecosystem lead for, for kind of for TFM. Um, and so I think, you know, that really as a, as that type of role, it's very like kind of all encompassing. Right. And, and ultimately what it ends up is, is you kind of have like this very uh, varied experience probably if, if I'm assuming correctly, kind of um, I would love to get your insight kind of into the TFM project a little bit, maybe just a little background kind of, what you guys are working on um, recently and, and maybe uh, a little bit from the perspective of somebody who's kind of in this role as the ecosystem lead, how the TFM ecosystem is growing, things like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thanks for giving us the opportunity to sort of talk about what we're doing. And I mean, I think Ununify is a great project for us to be talking to because I think there, there are definitely a lot of synergies 
um, between your app chain and what we are building. Um, and, and I'm personally quite excited for NFT Fi. Um, so essentially, like what what we're doing is trying to build like a, a super aggregator on Cosmos, and we're and and a lot of what we do is to do with yeah aggregation. Which, to be honest, when I started working for TFM, I still didn't really have my head around about oh, what is an aggregator. I mean, I'd, I'd heard of one inch, and I kind of people were saying, "Oh, it's better than Uniswap," and I thought, well. How is it better than Uniswap? But essentially, if I mean, if I can just take a step back and talk about aggregation for a second, um, the, the idea that when you go to make a trade on a DEX, you go and do your trade, you get your swap, and everything's good. The reason why some people, and I've definitely come round to this way of thinking, like prefer to use aggregators, is because instead of just going to one DEX and doing your trade, you're essentially doing a trade but using multiple DEXs and not just multiple DEXs but the, the liquidity that sits on all these different DEXs. So when you're using an aggregator, I mean it's not like, you know, I mean when there's sort of exciting DeFi protocols and you're there's like 100% APYs here and there, like that's that's not what TFM's about. But it, it can definitely help people get like marginal gains on each on each trade they make. Um, and even if there is no gain, at least you know you're getting the best rate because if you go to just one dex that might not be the the dex where the best rate is whereas if you're using an aggregator like one inch or like tfm like we find where the best swap rate is and not only do we like find the best swap rate sometimes we can beat it due to the sort of the routing algorithm that we have um so yeah that's a little bit about the sort of the DeFi side of the NFT aggregator that we have. Um, yeah, do you want to come in on that or will I just keep talking? Yeah. No, no, I uh, definitely, I feel that's like really informative. Um, and especially, especially like you said, kind of being able to work across multiple DEXs, um, right? Having kind of this IVC transfer dashboard, sim similar and, and kind of right adjacent to right the dex and then also the nft aggregator um i kind of feel like without using the word you, you guys kind of do also exist in this kind of intersection of nfts and DeFi, right um and so like really really interesting space to collaborate in because there's a lot of opportunity for kind of overlap and i think you know, kind of our perspective here, and I wonder if TFM kind of shares the same a little bit, is that, you know, the more you treat NFTs like a typical asset class or like a, a regular tradable DeFi activity, um, kind of the, the more, I think, legitimacy and utility that you uh, provide to them, right? I don't know, kind of interested to see your perspective on that too. Sure. And I mean, this kind of ties in with a tweet I saw, I think it was on the Cosmos account. Um, I think you got some good news over the last couple of days. Um, but there seems to be a lot of excitement around the sort of the financialization of NFTs and being able to use them as collateral, maybe to borrow against them. That's pretty cool. Um, and there's more sophisticated things than that. Um, and I think that was one of the things you've been building. Is that right? I, yeah. I didn't read the full thing, but yeah. Can you tell me about that, please? Yeah. So so basically kind of um, right now, the Game of NFTs hackathon was uh, just wrapping up and they basically announced the winners from the hackathon and and the main idea for this is kind of looking into like applications for future nft interoperability specifically on cosmos so the main thing with this is we we have kind of the ics 721 standard coming out um which is really exciting um standard that'll open the doorway to a lot more use cases or utility for nfts 
especially when it comes to kind of being able to interact with them or, or verify them across IBC, um, being able to manage them through interchain accounts. And so there's a bunch of different use cases there. And, and uh, we created a vault module uh, in the hackathon uh, just to submit it to the community, basically um, very similar to like ERC 6551, which is a new um, ERC based NFT standard. And then we added that on top of like ICS 721. And so well, it's like a very technical explanation for kind of a vault mechanism that we ended up building, it is really exciting because it kind of shows that scalability and especially that modularity that can happen to the NFT ecosystem on Cosmos like right now, right? And I think this is something that's really unique and exciting because we're, we're starting to see this like exploration into the future of NFTs a little bit. So yeah. Um, kind of something we were recently excited about and just, we just got, um, second place there. And I think first place was, if I'm not mistaken, a interchain leasing platform called Lendlord. So also congrats to the winners there. Um, but yeah, I think this is really kind of just the first step. I think, you know, hackathons are always, uh, very, um, bleeding edge, especially when it comes to like trying to implement new tech. And so you always get kind of the first wave of builders on there. And then we'll slowly start to see, I think, more teams start to kind of roll into the space a little bit. Definitely. I mean, ICS 721, I've still not got my head around it completely. Um, well, I've still not got my head around it, period. Um, but, the, but the whole idea of like NFTs going cross-chain, I mean, that, that's super exciting. And then a lot of the possibilities that this is going to unlock, I, I don't think have even been thought of yet so it's, it's just really exciting i don't know it's just really exciting being in this space being involved with these ideas not necessarily having the ideas myself personally but like being involved with teams having these ideas and then building out some of the ideas and then other teams see what's happening and just all the iteration i find it really exciting absolutely and like even if we loop that back kind of into a little bit of what TFM is doing, like, for example, with the NFT aggregator. Um, obviously, over on the NFT aggregator side, you guys currently have um, Terra, Juno, Stargaze, and OmniFlix up. Um, and I do think that is going to expand over time, if I'm not mistaken. The kind of the, the possibilities that ICS 721 will kind of enable i think especially when you have such a strong aggregator such as the tfm one it, it almost really kind of supercharges the experience um and so that's something I, i'm really excited about and it's kind of i guess one of the things i'm interested in in learning a little for the nft aggregator side is is kind of why do you think this tool first off didn't exist previously in the cosmos ecosystem do you think it was demand based or is it is it more difficulty to implement that's 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 a good question um i think for that question to be answered like fully um you probably need to be speaking to our cto rather than myself because I, I mean i don't see that side like specifically i mean i hear about it a little bit but um yeah i mean it, i I mean, it is quite a complex. I mean, it's not just one marketplace. In fact, I mean, it's not a marketplace. It's it's an aggregator. So it looks at all the, well, not all, but all the NFT marketplaces, like you said, on Terra, Juno, Stargaze, and Omniflix, and allows users to then sort of go in and search for NFTs on these different app chains. I mean, so, I mean, at the moment, what we have to do is, I mean, we can view multiple i mean i'm just looking at it just now actually so i'm looking at nfts on all these four different app chains but then to do the transactions like if i want to buy a juno nft i'm going to be signing that with my juno wallet um, i mean over time like you're saying there's going to be more and more app chains added into the aggregator and and i mean that's that's one thing that i've sort of noticed myself like over the last year just the amount of different not necessarily the amount of different wallets, although, I mean, I'm using Kepler, Station, um, Leap. So, I mean, there are more wallets, but just the 
number of different app chains I'm going into to do a transaction here and a transaction there. I mean, I think in the future, um, it's going to be really interesting to see, well, listen, can I say, say my favorite chain is Juno? But can I just do my transactions on Juno? Um, I can look at an aggregator like TFM, well, I can look at a TFM aggregator, look at NFTs on any app chain. But if I want to buy one, I can just do that transaction in my Juno wallet. Um, I, I think that's kind of exciting, to, the, sort of the, the cross-chain um, the future that we're sort of going into. Um, and, and while this isn't like possible at the moment, I think this sort of development over the next sort of 12 months is something that we may well see. That's really exciting. Yeah, to kind of kind of be here a little maybe on the earlier side and kind of see this evolve over time. Um, and in, in terms of like end goals, do you kind of view uh, this aggregator almost as like a cosmos, uh, you know, able to kind of step up to become like a cosmos hub for NFT trading? Or is it is it kind of not as essential to kind of take that positioning and more so just provide this really cool product and, you know, uh, kind of educate users on how it makes the experience better for them? Well, I mean, I mean definitely education is, is definitely part of it. And that's something that I'm sort of personally keen on. But I mean, as far as the product goes, like, I, I mean, I would say, yeah, it is. I mean, this is where I buy my NFTs myself. This, I mean, I think this is the best platform to buy NFTs, to research NFTs. Now, it's not a marketplace like, um, say, Hoppers on Juno or Loop or, or Stargaze. Like, people can't list the NFTs on the aggregator. It's more just sort of on the, on the buy side. Right. Um, so data. So, I mean, essentially, that's what TFM is doing. It's like just it's aggregating data. Um, aggregating NFT tokens, fungible tokens, just all this data is coming in. I mean, there, there's tons of data sort of, um, on the blockchain, and, and we're just trying to present it in a way that just abstracts the complexity away for user. I mean, I'm a user, um, so I, I can't go into like sort of the command line and start doing transactions that way. I, I need a, a really nice UI UX, and I think that's what. TFM's like striving to provide. And again, not just on the NFT side, but sort of across NFT, DeFi, and also the cross-chain transaction side of things. Right, right. Like I know um when it when it kind of comes to this perspective of, of NFT Fi, um traditionally uh most people use it to refer to like NFT finance, right? Um, some people use it to refer to like NFT X DeFi, right? So like a little bit of both, which I think is kind of the sector that, um, is really, is more interesting is kind of how these two can combine. Right. Um, and so, yeah, so even I think if you guys have this, this kind of very like intentionally obfuscated experience Ultimately, what that ends up doing is is it kind of increases this uh, chance to merge maybe the experience across different networks, right? And so, like, even if you look at, like, the homepage for the TFM NFT aggregator, um, and you just go there and kind of view the collections, um, you see the collection names, but the kind of network that they're on is is more of a, a side note as opposed to kind of the main main uh, attraction right and i think it almost provides this this kind of experience where you have nft collections that are across different chains but can kind of coexist in one dashboard be utilized or, or, or traded bought um in the same experience regardless of what chain they're on right and i think that creates really great kind of opportunity to merge nft communities across cosmos right because i think right now we see a lot of segregation depending on on what chain uh collection was issued on and then i think on top of that it, it also enhances kind of this this entire thesis behind interoperability and, and and ease of use and uh best like ui ux for the end user um so that's that's something that's kind of also just from a user perspective stands out to me about the aggregator, something that makes me really excited about kind of like what the experience should be. 
Definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'd, I'd agree with that for sure. I mean, like say two years ago, I mean, even 18 months ago, I mean, we were all sort of in our different silos. We had, I mean, we're part of Cosmos, but people definitely had favorite chains. And, and I mean, that's, that's still true today. But like, if someone's buying NFTs on Stargaze, like they're, they're not just on Stargaze because like, where are they going to get their stars from? You know, there has to be some sort of trading somewhere. Um, and I, I, I just think that, yeah, TFM definitely. And I mean, from what I've heard of on Unify, just the idea of like, and, and the way you're describing the TFM dashboard, is like just breaking down barriers between different app chains trying to sort of bring everything into this kind of unified experience, which is hopefully going to be, I mean, hopefully people are going to find when like the market turns around, hopefully people are going to find this sort of terminal useful. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's kind of, especially on the, on, on, on the ununified side, one of the things we kind of always have been really considerate of is this idea that nfts can coexist together uh, regardless of what collection they were issued on and so that's something that like we even want to emulate in our platform as well is kind of a shared experience where where the network matters a lot less than you think it does and if i had to kind of bring a real world example uh to like describe this it's we, you know, we all use the internet every day and, and we all check our emails and we visit Google and maybe, you know, maybe we watch YouTube and maybe we shop on Amazon and, and we visit all these different websites. Um, and the process to do these kind of interactions is very seamless for us. We don't have to kind of switch web browsers often. Uh, we don't have to, you know, go through all of these different hoops to kind of have this experience. And and the last thing is, is we, we also don't have to be very like aware of the infrastructure on the back end that's facilitating this experience. Right. So someone goes through all of these kind of different um, sites throughout the day through their, through their day-to-day kind of internet browsing. They're not keenly aware of the fact that, Oh yes, this, this uh, application uses Amazon Web Services, AWS, and then this application uses Google Cloud infrastructure, and then this application uses Microsoft Azure infrastructure, right? And then this is hosted on Cloudflare. Uh, and then all of these kind of more technical things are, are very hidden away from the user. They're, they're obfuscated intentionally. So we don't need to know or, or kind of care what infrastructure we're using when we use the internet. And I think the Web3 experience, the DeFi experience should be that as well. And so that's why, that's why I'm a huge proponent for aggregators in general, because I think they take that experience and they make it very easily accessible. And, and ultimately what that does is it lowers the barrier of entry for users to come into the ecosystem and use it, right? Especially, you know, uh, when we look at like an NFT aggregator, what this enables is it enables somebody to use, right? like the ecosystem to partake in it across all of these chains simultaneously. Right. And so being able to abstract away kind of what layer you're using and what network you need to be on and what infrastructure is running, what thing, and just having a very seamless experience, I think is one that um, will be very valuable to users. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, just sort of building on top of that is like, okay, you can come to TFM you can see, I mean, okay, there, there are some other app chains that have NFTs um, that we don't have listed yet. I would say the, f- the four we have are the, the four main Cosmos app chains with NFTs, um, and we certainly will be adding more um, in the sort of near-term future. But like, I mean, like you were saying, yeah, the, the, yeah just the sort of that abstraction layer where you don't have to go to each discrete network to go and look for NFTs. You can literally just come to this one place and then like see a bunch of Cosmos NFTs. I would say like the next sort of level is like, I mean, at the moment we still, or users still have to then go and transact on the separate chains. But um, I mean, see, see, you literally only have some Atom in your wallet. It would be really nice to say, okay, I want to buy this NFT, which you can't actually buy with Atom. Um, 
and the atom isn't even on the chain where the NFT is. But like, I think that's kind of the next sort of step of, like you're saying, this sort of um, obfuscation layer or the abstraction layer um, to make things easier for this sort of mass adoption that we're also hoping for to occur. Absolutely. And, and even kind of looking ahead into that kind of growth, right? And, and we do know that this kind of um, direction is, is uh, upcoming, right? And, and obviously nobody, nobody can really assign a time frame to it, but we do know that this type of technology is what's going to be very valuable to kind of onboarding the next, you know, million users into Cosmos. Um, how do you think we can kind of as aggregators or operating kind of in the space of like um, making sure to make the experience very um, seamless, right? Uh, you know, how, how do you think we tackle this question of like attracting new users from outside of Cosmos, right? Because we obviously have this really amazing IP here and really amazing NFT collections and strong NFT communities inside of Cosmos. And I think the hard part is actually getting the message out there um, kind of two other users who may not be as familiar. Absolutely. Yeah. And I suppose that is the million dollar question or, or the, 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 the one billion dollar questions, like how do we get more users? And I mean, I think part of it is to do with sort of just the stage of the market we're in when things pick up. I mean, people get more interested. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure if you're sort of Cosmos history, Dury, have you you've been here a while? Um, long long enough to kind of kind of you know work my way through the the history of Cosmos. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like we, I mean, we know that like a couple of years ago, like this or eighteen months ago, it was it was crazy, um, and then people have just kind of drifted away. I mean, I, to to be honest, I mean, a lot of people are here for for money <laughs> other people are here just for the tech some people might be here for the culture or whatever and i suppose nfts play a big part in that um i was i was taking some notes and i didn't write down what i was going to say about this like attracting people in i did have i did have something that i thought was kind of potentially interesting about that um yeah i think i think the the fun part is kind of kind of what you said where we do have people who are interested in solely making money, but we do have a lot of passionate people who are kind of more interested in these, like participating from a community perspective. We do have a lot of people who are NFT holders, for example, who are very strong and they kind of exist in those, um, well, you know, silos for communities, but ultimately like, what that does is it does breed a really strong kind of um, foundation for these communities to grow from. So that's something that's like, you have to get the word out and, and kind of introduce people and educate them to these communities. And I think as they see the strength of kind of a lot of the users who are inside these communities and how passionate they are about these collections, things like that, um, I do think that's a very interesting entry point into the ecosystem is right. It's just like learning about what these different communities are, where they exist, you know, what kind of what's happening in them. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's like a really interesting way for like the NFT space to grow. Cause it's very communal. It's very community driven uh, when it comes to NFT specifically. DeFi is very different, right? Cause DeFi is, I think is like a very, um, straightforward value proposition it's i'm looking to engage in DeFi trading activities what's the easiest fastest best prettiest platform that i can use to do the same transaction on right um and so that's very different from like kind of i think the nft experience or attracting new like nft based users yeah and i, I, I mean it's it... <laughs> Rather than just sort of trying to like sort of rearrange the deck chairs, well, not uh, if you the deck chairs on the Titanic, but it's, it's not even that. It's like rather than sort of one ecosystem, going, oh, we need to get some osmosis people onto our ecosystem, or we need to try and get some EVM people into Cosmos. I don't, I don't know if it, that's necessarily what it is because that you know we need to get more people into crypto. 
once once this thing gets easier for just anyone who's not spent time a ton of time researching like how to install wallets how to do how to bridge tokens from here to or onboard into a sex and then you're sending it over to um, swap into atom and then you got to send it to your cosmos wallet and then send it to like whatever chain you want to be on once we can make that whole process like just much easier i, I think that's when we have a, a greater chance of seeing mass adoption and, and, and like you're saying like the, the nft um communities that spring up i mean there's there's so many different communities that i'm trying to sort of stay involved with and and it is hard because like there's people who are literally in their one nft community and that's that's their space and like if you're trying to keep up with 20 communities you ju- you just can't be as hardcore as like this sort of the main people um so I think it's just great for people like to come and find their tribe, whatever that is, and then really dive deep with their NFT collection. So I mean, I, I'm going to be interested to see what Ununify is going to be doing um, with, I mean, how it's going to be integrating. I mean, are people going to be, is, is, is this going to be like another app chain where people are going to maybe want to move funds to? Or are you going to be kind of integrating into existing communities on their existing app chains. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's all very intriguing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I could definitely answer that. Um, we will totally be able to kind of accept capital that flows in and also have a endpoint for users to interact with. So a dashboard on our chain where that users can kind of directly interact with and our goal is for that is to kind of have a very seamless experience for both the NFT and the DeFi side. Um, ultimately, what I do think a lot of people will end up interacting with more so than that dashboard is kind of our direct integrations with kind of other protocols in Cosmos. So um, as an infrastructure layer, being able to kind of provide out the same functionality that we built into our dashboard but provided onto those chains natively uh, via Outpost is something that's really exciting because it intentionally abstracts away the need for kind of swapping away um, to between different chains and, and moving back to our app and, and kind of kind of this process that we know is very cumbersome. And so we, we kind of foresee this opportunity for the NFT five experience to happen within the kind of marketplaces or uh, dashboards or aggregators that people are already using as opposed to kind of adding a competing marketplace to the to the mix um, it gets very hard to convince people you know use this new extra additional app whereas I think being able to kind of build in this functionality and already into kind of the apps that users already exist in is is something that we're really excited about and then Kind of in in terms of like empowering users or empowering communities, um, the fun part about NFT Fi is that it can really scale up or down, and and what I mean by that is it can scale to you know handle these larger collections and that anywhere from kind of the major blue chip collections to obviously like the most popular collections in Cosmos, like Bad Kids, for example. Um, and we can provide kind of the NFT lending process to any of these NFTs. What that looks like is is really it's it's providing like DeFi utility, like DeFi safety, DeFi tools, and enhancing NFT adoption because we can have this like very DeFi experience with it, right? We can increase or enhance liquidity for NFTs. Um, so that's kind of the first value um, add to these communities is like, okay, we want to actually increase the liquidity, increase the tradability, um, increase kind of like this NFT asset actually operating like an asset, right? And and what that looks like, increasing tradability. The kind of second thing that we're also working with is is builders and, and creators. So obviously working to kind of expand the functionality beyond just PFP based NFTs, looking into builders who are operating in that space, working with DeFi protocols 
And then on the creator side, the fun part is, is we can actually create a very um, beneficial experience to like the NFT creators themselves, because now not only are they getting access to additional liquidity for the collections that they create, but Ununify can also support collectibles or one of ones. And and what we've we've kind of seen in the NFT space specifically, and, and this is looking ahead a little bit as opposed to assessing the current kind of market, but what we've seen is that collectibles and one of ones, the they kind of have less liquidity available to them, right? Because they're inherently, you know, NFTs are inherently illiquid assets. And so whenever an artist, a digital artist, a digital media artist tries to kind of create their work as an NFT, the current standard is that they have to create a collection, right? Um, so one of one minting is, is kind of looked down on in the space. And that's something that we want to change. We want to change that perspective to kind of work with creators and, and really make one of ones more widely adopted. Um, and so, yeah, that's how we kind of want to work within both the community side, the builder side, and also the creator side to kind of really enhance this experience um, for kind of all different touch points throughout the community. I think that's, yeah, really interesting what you're saying about working with creators. Um, and, and you mentioned this at the start of the show about um, the the TFM skins that we've started to well we, we've launched one skin for for the ibc transfer but we actually got approached i'm not going to say who by yet but we got approached by a creator who said like as a product designer he was kind of like quite interested in this and would we be interested in a skin related to their collection and would that skin be able to be token gated so that only holders of a particular collection got to use the skin? And I, th- I thought that was like a really nice, or sort of a, well, I mean, I don't know how unique it is, but just a really nice way to, I mean, that gives like TFM, we're going to have a new skin potentially. Um, high quality because of the person who may or may not be building it. Um, but then also that gives that collection's NFTs further utility um, by being able to sort of get access to this this unique skin. And I think that would be pretty cool, that, that kind of sort of cooperation between NFT projects on Unify, TFM. And, I, and you said this as well, like we are, excuse me, I'm going to have to cough. Sorry, clear my throat. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, we, we are literally building in a very similar space. But yeah, I think it's really nice that we're in this same space, but not in a competitive way. And I, I think this by sort of cooperation and collaboration is how we can really build this thing into something amazing. Absolutely. And I'm really, I'm really excited to hear about uh, that new skin. Hopefully, um yeah hopefully it works out and you guys can share some updates on that soon uh i'll definitely uh kind of keep following along to to see and also for anyone who is not familiar i just shared the tweet here in the uh, twitter space so you could take a look at one of the first skins um that tfm introduced but um yeah that's really exciting it kind of provides like you said a little bit uh new exploration and kind of utility I think just even even the concept of having a token gated skin is so uh, fun, right? It's such a fun way to kind of take use of of uh, like a community of community's collection and and kind of provide extra value to these users and and just create make a make a really good experience. Um, so yeah, that's really cool. I'm definitely going to stay tuned to kind of keep an eye out for that. Sure, and that kind of just reminds me of. I think, I think I'm sure there was like skins for something before that I used in it, but it depended on like the dollar value of of your portfolio. So, like some of us were just 
like essentially never going to get access to like the top level skin. Um, whereas if it's literally just if you own one NFT in, in a collection, you know, if you want an NFT in pretty much any Cosmos collection, you can sort of save up and you can get it. Um, so it's definitely not too sort of exclusive, which which I think is really nice. Yeah, we do. We do have, I think, uh, especially for the state of the ecosystem right now, very kind of approachable um, entry point, cost entry point, and and that's something that's really, I think, really novel because it doesn't really create this experience where people who want to participate can't. Right. Um, like you said, for the most part, you know, if there's kind of a specific NFT that you want, it's 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 within reach to be able to like save up and acquire it. Whereas like the state of NFTs on other ecosystems that, you know, we have NFTs that are worth houses, right? And so, um, or down payments on houses. And so that's very, I think, high level and, and really inaccessible for kind of the end user. Um yeah, so I'm I'm really looking forward to kind of this opportunity to also even take advantage of just that of the fact that like the state of the ecosystem right now is so um when we look at like collections like you know the pop, most popular top collections right now um the floor price is very approachable but it's also very strong right and we're still doing a ton of volume um across these collections uh every single day but it's it's in an approachable manner where, where people can still participate in the ecosystem um, and feel invited uh, or, or not like chased away due to the price. Yeah, I mean, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. Like <laughs> approachable, I think that's a great way to to describe it. Um, I mean, not that I'm going to be sweeping the floor and buying ten bad kids or anything, but you know, if you if I mean, I. I I actually bought my first bad kid about a month ago. Um, just when the price started to go up, I thought I better get better get one of these in case it sort of gets to a level where I can't get one. Um, so uh, yeah, it feels good to feels good to have a bad kid. But I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I hold in quite a few different collections as well on on a personal level. In fact, um, a lot of NFT collections have, and this is something potentially on Unify will be able to do as well. Um, a lot of NFT collections have sent some NFTs to like TFM Treasury, which I mean, it's not just for us to hoard, um, but over the coming, I think in July at some stage, we're going to have this big kind of NFT raffle giveaway type thing, um, which, which, and again, it's, it's just all about collaboration. Like if we have NFTs to give away that were contributed by NFT projects, that's going to raise their profile help marketplaces like get people interested in nfts people will become more aware of tfm and just like everyone wins from this and then some people are going to win free nfts so yeah there's there's no loser in this and tons of winners i love that that's so exciting to hear as well um yeah and, and ultimately like you said it's like it's everyone wins right and and we we really i think that's what it comes down to uh for end users and for communities is that type of experience where we can all kind of come together and and have this very valuable shared experience um and i think i think you were talking about that kind of like looking ahead um and i wanted to as we slowly start to wrap it up here say you know I guess what what else is on the horizon for TFM, right? Um, are there any other kind of recent updates that you'd like to share? Um, I know you guys are so busy, kind of uh, with all of these new. I feel like there's a new update every week. Uh, it's very hard to kind of keep track, but um, love love kind of the pace at which things are rolling out over at TFM. Yeah, I, it is a little bit hectic at the moment. Like you said, we've had two, I mean, yeah, two sort of big releases this week. So, I mean, the, one is like the, yeah, this is the smart IBC bridge that we've got where, where users can send tokens around Cosmos. And we did a couple of really nice integrations with the, um, with the Axelar asset transfer, which makes it easier for users to send Axelar USDC around Cosmos, so just like one click 
from say Osmosis to Juno. You just sign one transaction, boom, the USDC goes across. And then there's also a few app chains that have installed this packet forward middleware, um, which again makes it easier for users to send, say, Atom around the cosmos. Um, I could go from, say, Comdex over to Omniflix. They use they use um, Atom for buying NFTs. And again, that would just be in one click. So the, the, the actual token, I mean, before I kind of knew how it worked, I thought, well, so well, what? You're just sending a token from here to there. Of course, it's going to be one click. But, I mean, behind the scenes, and you were talking about this earlier, like what's obfuscated from us as end users is, well, how does that token go from Comdex to Omniflex? And if it's an Atom token, for it to be usable when it gets to Omniflex, it has to be routed back through the Cosmos hub and then on to Omniflex. So in effect, there are two transactions. It's like going from Comdex to the Cosmos hub, one, and then from the Cosmos hub, over to Omniflix. That's the second transaction. But with this packet forward middleware, that is somehow changed into just one transaction and just straight from Comdex, still rooted through the Cosmos hub, onto Omniflex, but you only have to sign the one transaction, which which just sort of makes it a little bit nicer UX. Um, and yeah, and we've been talking about the skins, and then the skins on TFM are like, it's just kind of nice, it's fun. Kind of cool, but like the, the sort of the sort of bigger idea of that, and then this is going into the future as well. Hopefully, sort of in the near term future, is that if I don't know, say Unified did have need for an NFT aggregator on your own app chain, you could literally have the whole TFM backend, and then you just make your own skin, boom, and it's up on your site. So. Yeah, we're just trying to build things for other people to use as well. They can reskin it however they want, and then just, just yeah, go for it. That's amazing. Um, I do, I do love that kind of future use case for the aggregator to be kind of reskinned, uh, rethemed, and and deployed on the other other dashboards or other kind of uh, chains. That's right. Um, yeah, so that's that's really exciting. The aggregator side, um, and then obviously, kind of, you guys have so many things that you are working out. Hold on, let me see if I'm still there. Yeah, I lost you a little bit there, Chris, but you're, you're coming through loud and clear again now. Okay, I just saw I just saw my uh, thing, my connection drop for a quick moment, but I think we're back. Um, yeah, and then kind of. On over on the Unify side, just wanted to take a, a quick moment as well and, and kind of talk about some updates that we have coming out. Um, obviously, for not sure for everyone who saw, but we just recently got second place in the Game of NFTs hackathon. Um, so really excited, uh, really proud of our developers for kind of pulling that together. In talking about our developers, we have a very busy release schedule with the first initial release of our interchain yield aggregator and derivatives modules coming up within the next five weeks. So likely before the end of July, um, we've had that date on our roadmap for a little bit now. And, and as we get close, I'm happy to report that we are still on schedule for launch. So very excited there. Um, and then looking ahead within the Q3, we have obviously NFT back lending coming out, a couple of our initial integrations. And then, you know, that's something that we're really excited for. Obviously, that's the main product. That's our bread and butter. That's going to be the most exciting thing that we launch um, coming soon. So stay tuned for that. And then I would just say for anyone who's interested, make sure to follow our Discord or Twitter for the latest updates on Unified. Um, but yeah, very, very busy next few weeks ahead of us. Very excited to be here as we get closer to launch. And of course, I'll keep everyone updated on those, you know, on the progress status as we do get closer. That sounds cool. And I, and again, it just goes back to the fact that we're, um, yeah, just cooperating in this same space. I'm, I'm really excited to see um, 
what this interchain yield aggregator is going to look like. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Um, you know, we're we're excited to work with a couple of DeFi protocols on Cosmos. Um, some names I've mentioned before, a couple of partners in our ecosystem, some names that um, are well-known, but I'm not allowed to mention yet. Uh, but we are kind of building out those integrations. And obviously, once I'm allowed to kind of share those updates with everyone, I'll be able to, uh, you'll be able to find out who's who. But uh, yeah, really excited to kind of get get progress here on each of these individual dApps. And then even kind of as we wrap it up here, also, you know, we announced um, that we'll be supporting and, and kind of having TFM as an ecosystem partner. We're very excited to explore those integrations as well. So kind of looking ahead uh, to, to kind of what that collaboration between TFM and Ununify looks like. And, and ultimately coming from, I think, just like re-looping back into your idea, coming from the same place where we're kind of operating in the same sector, this overlap between NFTs and DeFi. Um, but it's really exciting that, you know, we can also build in this space without direct competition and we can build uh, different products that ultimately uh, add value to the end users, right? And and that's really what it comes down to is, is supporting the Cosmos community, supporting the NFT holders, supporting the DeFi traders, supporting all these different parts of the community with just better technology, better experiences, and more collaborative experiences as well. So yeah, that's kind of everything on my end. Really excited for the future and, and for the next few months. Yeah. And I suppose we're just going to end up keep talking here. But um, I, I I like the fact that, like, I mean, if, if it was just TFM and uh, Ununify wasn't a thing, well, that's, that's kind of okay. Or if it was just Ununify and TFM wasn't a thing, well, okay. But, like, both sort of building in this same space, I think there are going to be synergies that are going to be beneficial, as you're saying, to the end user. So... It's not just like one plus one equals two. It's like one plus one equals three, um, hopefully anyway. And and um, yeah, it's going to be really exciting to sort of explore like what this sort of partnerships going to look like. Absolutely, I, I really I I know that analogy is funny, but I do I do like the one plus one equals three analogy because you, you ultimately what do ends up coming with like some of these collaborations and, and just partnerships, um, not even just between us two, but I also know I think we have some like mutual ecosystem partners that we're working with um you know these tens of these kind of technical collaborations these explorations tend to have a profound effect on the end experience for the user right and so it just kind of builds upon the experience and and i think ultimately what this will uh kind of accumulate and and um look like in the end is that maybe six months to a year from now um, there's so many exciting things coming out for the Cosmos e- ecosystem, kind of on the DeFi side, on the NFT side, um, not just with TFM and Ununify, but with the other protocols operating in the space as well. You know, I think if we fast forward six months to a year from now, it's going to look very different. It's going to, it's going to, and I'm very excited for this. It's going to look very different. I think the ecosystem will look very mature. Um, we'll be able to attract a larger number of users just due to how much emphasis is being placed right now on kind of ease of onboarding, um, easy ways to get into the Cosmos ecosystem. And I think the kind of the funny idea behind this is a year from now, we're going to look back and we're going to say, wow, like it was so hard to get into the Cosmos ecosystem. Um, how did we ever do that? How do we ever deal with that? Right. Uh, and and I think as the new as the new users roll in, you know, kind of all of the old heads will be like, wow. Well, I remember when you had to do ten steps to get into to buy a bad kids NFT and, and all of these different things like that. So um, yeah, very exciting times. It was a very exciting time to be here. Absolutely, yeah. And it, and whether or not it's six months, a year, but yeah, there's definitely some major excitement i mean i'm excited now but like just just with the way things just just with the with the pace of development um, and and we're seeing it certainly I, I mean i can see how many sort of new chains are sort of coming into i think when i look at the ibc bridge um there's just 
more chains, literally, almost on a daily basis. I sort of click down, it's like, oh, 93, oh, 94. And it's just, yeah, it's just, I mean, I used to, oh, so I, again, on a sort of personal level, it, um, I used to be able to kind of feel that I was staying on top of everything. But there's there's now just so much going on in the space that we, I don't know, maybe, maybe have to just kind of, as I, you're kind of focused on the NFT T space. I suppose I am as well. But then even in the NFT space, there's like so many projects. So it's like, well, do you focus on a few projects or do you focus on or try and be as broad as you can? It's, 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 yes, it's difficult just to keep your finger on the pulse of everything that's going on. I agree. I agree for sure. Um, but I think that's a, a good complaint to have for, for, for where we are right now. I think it's definitely a good thing, uh, to be slightly overwhelmed by the number of things being, being done because, uh, like that's a sign of growth. That's, that's a very like bullish sign for the ecosystem. That's a very strong sign for kind of the builders that are here, I think, to keep going and to keep doing what they're doing. So. I find that very exciting. Um, even if, it, like you said, it can be a little uh, overwhelming to track everything. I, I, yeah, I hear it in your voice, man. Yeah, you, you, you definitely do sound, sound excited. And, and also for things like, like stable coins. Like there's, there's, I mean, it's not just USDC or Axelar USDC. And, and now USDC is mm-hmm. coming. And now USDT is coming. And then we've got all these other sort of decentralized um, stable coins as well. It's, it's, yeah, exciting times. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, excited to be here with you. Excited to continue building with you guys. Um, and yeah, ultimately, at the end of the day, I think the next six months to a year are going to be kind of a roller coaster for the Cosmos ecosystem in a good way. Um, we're going to have a lot of exciting things coming out. So um, everyone who's here now, I feel like you're in the perfect position to take advantage of all of this and to kind of see these new technologies or, or new protocols be kind of launched from birth. Um, and so, yeah, just wanted to say thank you, everybody who came in here today to uh, listen to us chat for a bit and, and you know, talk about NFT Fi and talk about why we're excited for NFT Fi and all these new things that are coming out. Um, do appreciate everyone who is here and uh, stay tuned. Make sure to follow TFM on social media. Make sure to follow Unify on social media. I'm going to wrap it up here now, but I just wanted to say thank you guys. Thanks everyone for tuning in today. Thanks for listening. Um, if you missed this, if you're listening to the recording, thanks for listening to the recording. Appreciate you all. And we'll be back soon. Yep. Echo those sentiments. Thanks for the invite, Chris. Appreciate it. Great chat. Really enjoyed myself. Thanks, guys. All right. Ending it now. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments Red down pays Got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear Flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting honest And then to end a long day Eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy To pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists Jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity Before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss It's all moss And I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning Forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy While the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hot 
like this shit is played for keeps clowns white knight and all these maybellines they call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats tearing apart your community all these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity got a planet in reach coming standard to each i'm on the back 10 stargazing after the siege commanding all the management to grab a few seats and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east y'all better sign a release when i'm bumping these beats hands up if i got motherfuckers drumming the streets yo we got a few dubs we got a couple defeats and if you're coming for the king you better have some of each motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in jersey what could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the verbs i'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape and blunder the earth say and wonder about the worth and play ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces.